Hello, Revelers, and welcome to the Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Turn it up, dance it out, and revel in it all. I hope you are swaying away. My name is Haley Press. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm the host of the Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Welcome to Podtober, where a mini episode is released every day in October with a new guest answering the question, what do you revel in? Day 22 coming for you. If you've been listening to all the guests throughout Podtober, thank you so much for joining me so far. If this is your first episode, welcome. And if you just happen to stumble across it, Well, then call it serendipitous because this one's meant for you. We're talking all about the little moments that just naturally bring people together and the ones created for us in spaces and events. She does such a wonderful job at connecting her community. Please welcome Julia of Glassful. Oh, hello. Hi, Haley. How are you? I am doing great. How are you? I'm not too bad. I can't complain. Thank you for asking. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Reveler recording, a part of the whole Podtober. Beyond excited to have you on the podcast. I've been following you for a while now. I love basically everything that you put out there. Uh, so why don't you grace the listeners with uh, a little introduction? Let them know who you are, what it is that you do, and then we'll we'll get into the big question after that. Sounds great. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to get to chat with you and explore this question, which I'm really excited about. Um, My name is Julia, and I'm the creator and founder of Glassful, which is really something that is evolving alongside me and with me. Uh, But it was created to bring humans together in the name of self-care, and I do that through events, through retreats, through content, through workshops, and right now, because we've been in this pandemonium for (laughs) a year and a bit, uh, the in real life version of Glassful has been put on a bit of a pause, but um, unexpectedly, I have started sharing and creating more for Instagram mostly. And that's been Mm -hmm. how I've been connecting with the beautiful, inspiring, um, heart-centered community there. I love that. Uh, Yeah, it's been quite the year and a half, Uh, (laughs) but I think you've done a really good job. It's still like talking about self-care and what that looks like, the true form of self-care. And especially now more than ever, not only have we been faced with a bit of a challenge, uh, we're also stuck with ourselves a lot. Um, And that can be something very interesting to explore. And I think it uh, takes a lot of willingness to take care of yourself how you need as well and not always how you want to sometimes Mm, yeah that's that's totally what it's all about is what Mm -hmm. version of soul care that is keeping you well from all angles even if it doesn't feel fun or 
flashy or in any way exciting. And it's kind of creating those moments that allow you to service that. Yeah. I think we've all kind of heard the saying, like self-care isn't just a bubble bath. Like Mm -hmm. we've really, don't get me wrong. If that's a part of your self-care sometimes, sometimes by all means, but we've really glamorized self-care in some ways, I think. And there's other realities to it as well that are so important as well, if not more important. I don't know if that's a stretch to say, but. Mm -hmm. I I think so. I think the kind of more like flashy versions of self-care are great when there's this built up foundation of, okay, but how's your mental health? But how is your finance situation? How is your environmental well-being? What is it like in your home, in your heart, in your mind? Like all of those places need to be kind of looked at before we can really get our nails done and call it self-care in my, absolutely. But you know what? We can only go as deep as we want to and are willing to. And that's kind of, that's what I love to look at through like prompts and Mm -hmm. journaling. That's a huge part of my self-care is just really forcing myself to look at what's actually happening in my mind and in my life and and thinking about it. And that's kind of like, it sounds so simple, but that's just such a big part of it for me is just looking. And I think you said it best too, in the sense of like, I think when we think of self-care for me anyways, like naturally my mind goes mental and physical, like the, mm-hmm. the two things right off the bat, but there is so much more uh, to consider as well, like your financial and your environment, etc. So I definitely think it's a good a good point to address all things in your life and see how you can care for yourself better in all places. And two, sometimes it does take the work of asking yourself that like you're, if you just, if you don't take the time and effort to question it, you might never know. Totally. And honestly, there are periods of life where things get really busy or I'm just not feeling this, the call to be super tuned in with myself mm-hmm. in times, I know I'm not taking good care of myself. I know something is kind of falling off a hook somewhere because, um, if I'm not paying attention, I'm not asking the right questions. I'm not knowing what isn't right with me. And then it kind of goes months go by and I'm just kind of like floating without really looking at things. You know, I know that kind of sounds like vague, but I can think of an example, like, um, during the beginning of this pandemic, it was kind of like, okay, we have nowhere to go, but inward with our thoughts and that is going on here. So I can either play like a random game that I downloaded on my phone for hours at a time or scroll TikTok or (laughs) myself to like get a little bit introspective here and wonder, okay, what is actually going on? But it's easy to get lost in that before part of just like scrolling and then kind of like weeks and months go by and I'm like, okay, I got to check in with myself. Time to delete this app time to, you know, do whatever else that that, or pause, whatever else I've been distracting myself with. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's okay. Sometimes like, it's very much just about being aware of where you're at. And if right now that's what you need to scroll TikTok, cool. You do you. But we also, I feel like we do kind of get that feeling of like, okay, I need to do something. And then it's time to kick it in gear. Exactly. And sometimes taking care of yourself is nothing more than just listening to that voice that says, okay, 
time to listen and look or time yeah. to listen. And that is your self-care. It's the fact mm-hmm. and, and then you go from there because it's always going to be different. I think it's never going to be like a blueprint for various different points of your life. It's always going to shift and change. I love that. Actually, that's so true. I've always thought like, yeah, self-care doesn't look the same for everyone, but mm-hmm. even further, yeah, self-care can look different depending on where you're at in your life, what it is that you're going through, what it is you're open to. Uh, mm-hmm. That's such a good point. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's totally what um, gospel is all about, is that belief that we are ever evolving, ever shifting, ever growing human. Mm-hmm. And our needs are going to shift and grow and evolve alongside us. So that is the hill I will die on. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the name. I feel like it just really encapsulates it all of taking care of yourself, filling your glass. I think too, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it often comes down to us who needs to fill our own glass. Uh, nobody else can do that for us. And sometimes people can help. Sure. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we need to be able to fill our glass. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to say to introduce yourself or glass full? Um, any, any other notes on that end? I think that's pretty much it. We covered a whole lot of that in the first <laughs> 10 minutes there. I love it. That's what I like to hear. Uh, all right. We're going to jump in then. And I'm going to ask you, Julia, what do you revel in? Okay. I love this question. I think it's such a good word in particular because you don't hear it that often. Um, and I would say that my answer is sort of twofold. So the first part of it is the overarching umbrella part of it is that I revel in moments of shared connection. And what does that mean? Um, if I'm to think of examples, it's things like, um, when the whole movie theater laughs at the same time. Oh, (laughs) I love that. Or, um, uh, when you're at a wedding and you look around during the couple's first dance and everyone's crying. Yes. Or when you see someone's car is stuck and neighbors are coming out of their homes to help push them out. Uh-huh. <laughs> things that you, you can't necessarily plan, you can't fabricate, you can't create, but it's the drawing together of humans who I believe are inherently good and want to be connected to one another. So that is what I revel in. But- I love that. And all of those examples. Thank you. Uh, it also made me think of even like that awkward moment. If you're walking down a street and you're like coming towards someone, but you both, <laughs> what is it? Do you both go to your right or whatever it is? You both yeah. end up going the same direction and the just dance. that like, yeah, the dance exactly. And just mm-hmm. that awkward little laugh. And then just that moment of random funny joy that you experience with a random stranger. Yes. I think we spend so much time in our own heads. Like we all exist in this tiny world that only we know about Mm -hmm. these moments take us out of our own little world for a moment and realize that we are sharing that world for a second with somebody else. Yes. 
um, like, it's like realizing that you're not alone in an experience. Oh, that being the kind of umbrella of my answer, I would say that my kind of like, I feel the most me, I think that was kind of part of your question when I'm creating or holding space or, um, sort of facilitating these kinds of moments of connection, Mm -hmm. whether that is through the comments of posts on Glassful on Instagram or through in-person events or even virtual events in the moment where someone is sharing part of their experience or something that is just so clearly directly from their heart to the rest of the groups. Um, When I'm able to sit there and see a group of people that are finishing a meditation and um, they open their eyes and they're all in this kind of like fog of coming out of their own world, that same sense of peace altogether. That's one of those moments. So anytime that I feel like I am holding that space is what I revel in. That's what I was put here to do. I love that. Uh, (laughs) My background too. And what I do like nine to five is I'm an event coordinator as well. So Mm -hmm. I get that to a T like event day. And just, it's, it's not even the event itself, but it really is creating that space for community and connection Yeah, is the most fulfilling feeling. It is. That's my nine to five too. I'm an event planner. Oh, we're going to (laughs) connect even beyond this. Amazing. So I totally get that. It's that event day feeling that is Mm -hmm. just, okay, no matter what the event is, like you could have no personal connection to the event, but there is always a moment where you're like, okay, wow, the florals worked out perfectly. The sound is coming together. The like whatever the visuals are happening and it's just like seeing people in seats, the registration is done and you're kind of just at the back of the room and you're like, Oh, this happened. Yes. I I helped create this. This was like a bunch of moving parts coming together. My -hmm. favorite part of events always is at the end of the night when everybody has left, the place is usually pretty messy, but you sit down for the first time in the entire night and you do just that. You kick your feet up and you say, Oh my gosh, we just pulled that off. We just did that. It's amazing. I can definitely understand that. Yeah. Very fulfilling. Mm -hmm. How have you found, um, that creating those spaces in this virtual world has been different, both in the good way, or let's hear like a good, how have, how have events changed in a positive way because of the wonderful pandemonium? Mm -hmm. I think that in some ways it's made it more accessible, whether Mm -hmm. for people, um, with who, who may have had physical barriers to entry or mental, emotional, whatever has been stopping people from showing up. I think it's allowed them to show up in the safety that they know they don't need to physically be there. Yes. Um, I will always, and I hope the industry will be forever changed to include that kind of space because um, I think that's so important. Everyone should feel that they can attend in whatever form they feel safest and most comfortable in. 
Um, so that I would say is great. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of something that has been kind of less great, um, there's, there's, there's disconnect, you know, like not being able to, especially for the type of events that I run through glass full, um, the soul to soul connection of two humans being in the same room, being able to, you know, without a leg, see each other's and read each other's visual cues and offer support and, um, friendship and kind of that level of togetherness, it can be a little more difficult to accomplish on zoom. I don't think it's impossible zoom or whatever platform you're using. It's just it, harder to achieve. It is. It yeah. is. And it, it requires buy-in from every single person, mm-hmm. a book club that I'm in. And, um, it's filled with extremely brilliant, wonderful humans. And, one of the things that was suggested, it's just suggested at all of our meetings is that no matter what we, if we feel comfortable, we unmute because I know a lot of people think it makes sense to keep yourself muted so that you're not distracting or whatever else, but it's nice to hear the little laughs. It's nice to hear the kind of vocal reaction feedback that we give. If somebody says something like the, mm-hmm or the, yeah. you know, the verbal nods that we give, um, those are important. And the other thing that we always suggest is, um, to hide self view. This came from one of my friends, Sonia. Um, she says that a lot of people find the view of themselves distracting. We are prone to be critical of ourselves, to check our hair, to, look at our own eyes and reflection and become a little bit distracted by it. That's very natural for us. And so that suggestion to hide the self view actually makes it easier to connect with people, which is kind of cool. I've never thought about that. And it's, it's distractions alone in a virtual setting is hard because you're, you're not in a designated space for that event. You are in your living room, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, wherever. And there's things going on around you. So you have to be very intentional about being present just naturally. Yeah. Yeah. But I never thought about turning off your self view. It does make a difference. Yeah. I have started doing it on my work calls too, just because I'm like another day of me putting absolutely zero effort in that I don't (laughs) see. (laughs) <laughs> you can see it, but I don't need to be seeing it like that reminder every day. So, um, I do find it helpful. It's a nice, I'd almost say that's like a form of self-care even too. Totally. Totally. It's like, it, it's, it becomes exhausting. Like we've all heard of camera fatigue. Yeah. So many of us have felt that. And I think it's kind of like, okay. And the other thing that's a, a form of self-care is turning off your video. Like there is mm-hmm. no, even if you feel awkward, even if you're the only one with it off, if it has to be off one day because you're just not able to show up in that way, that's okay. Yeah, so true. Oh my gosh, I feel like I could talk to you about uh, talk to you about events for so long. I could not agree more with your answer about creating the space, also with the whole accessibility that virtual events have provided mm-hmm. so many people for so many different aspects as well. Um, and that is something too, that I hope to see in events moving forward, 
whether it's still offering virtual events in some cases or like hybrid style too, where people have the option to be in person or virtual as well. So and figuring out then how do we connect the people who are virtual and the people who are at or at the event? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. mm -hmm. Options, a lot to explore. I love that. Um, yeah, I love the page that you've created in the community. Um, I can't wait until you're doing, uh, in-person events again as well. Um, is there any final notes that you want to say? I don't think so. Just thank you again for having me and for Absolutely. putting this question out into the world and asking people to think about it. I think it's a great thing to ask. Uh, amazing. Well, I so appreciate that. Feel free to use it as a journal prompt one day. Uh, do you have a journal prompt to leave the listeners off with? Ooh. Um, one of the ones that I've been thinking about a little bit lately is what does this season of change? What is this season of change asking of you? So with the, with the weather changing, fall coming in, the leaves starting to turn, and especially now when it's the very beginning of it, and Mm -hmm. it's still kind of like really warm some parts of the day. And we're very much kind of like in the middle of that wave of transition. Um, It's my favorite time to kind of think about that. Like what is this next season asking of me, especially as we go into the end of the year? I like that. I love that. Uh, Thanks for putting me on the spot there. I'm glad that I'm (laughs) ready to go. (laughs) Yes, I do do that sometimes, but it always, (laughs) I kind of love it because obviously not wanting to put anyone, make anybody uncomfortable, but I find you get the realest answers when, when people didn't have time to think about it either. So yeah, uh, it's intuition coming into play. Exactly. Amazing. Well, why don't you uh, let the listeners know where they can find you um, and plug yourself? Sounds good. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at glass.full and uh, my website is under construction. So if you follow along there, you will see that come up sometime in the next coming months. Amazing. From that, I, um, I actually have TikTok, but I haven't posted anything yet. That was a new thing that happened this week where I was like, am I too old for this? No, <laughs> do it. it's going to happen. So maybe that'll be a thing sometime soon, but we'll see. I we like will- it. So basically, <laughs> and is it still the at it is, glass stop? Yeah. Perfect. So basically go follow on TikTok as well. So that then she has to start <laughs> putting out content. To. Yeah. <laughs> I know I wasn't going to say that, but it kind of just came out. So maybe that's my um, subconscious yep. to the TikTok world. 100%. You're going to hear people start chanting glass full, glass full. <laughs> TikTok is waiting for you. Oh, she is. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for being a part of the Reveler recording. Uh, and I definitely think that we will connect in future about self-care, glass full events, Uh, And I am just so ecstatic that we were able to connect. So thank you for allowing us to create this space to do just that. Absolutely. Thank you, Haley. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. 
Is your glass full from that one? I know mine is. Take some time to reflect on Julia's journal prompt today and make sure you check out at glass.full on Instagram and TikTok. Until tomorrow, Revelers, revel on! And don't forget to rate, review, and recommend this episode.